I'll, I'll pose this question and then answer it quickly. Why did Saban go for the recruiters to keep up with somebody else, right, Legend? Can you, 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 you know what I'm talking about. He was trying to keep up with Kirby Smart. I think you nailed it, Paul. And I give Georgia some credit. Ever since Kirby lost, we went. We left, we went down here. Yeah, I think that's that. Yeah, you're right. So ultimately, yeah, I mean, so what, what did... What's up, guys? Welcome into Joe Pat on the Bits. This is your host, Joe Pat, with co-host Ryan V. Shalom. And that was a good old-fashioned Paul Von Baum talking to somebody from Alabama about how uh, Saban had to hire some recruiters to keep up with Kirby because Kirby's a hell of a recruiter. And his caller said, ever since Kirby left, Bama's been going downhill. If I sneeze away from the microphone, do you think it'll uh, not pick up? I mean, I don't think it matters that much. By the way, Drake May for Heisman. That's all, all this episode is about. Well, I mean, Max Dugan's got pretty damn good numbers, too. But he doesn't have Drake May numbers. <laughs> Drake May ain't got Heisman numbers from or compared to Hooker or uh, Dugan. Because Drake May doesn't have all the top 25 matchups that Hooker and Dugan do. I think it should just be the most influential college player. <laughs> like, overall. But, I mean, like the one who contributes to winning the most, not the one who has the best stats, but it really doesn't matter. If we're going based off stats, which everybody does, Drake May for Heisman. Well, the Heisman necessarily usually is a stat-driven award, but at the same time, I mean, if you want to go based off of those numbers, there's been Hawaii quarterbacks with fucking 8,000 passing yards and 50-something touchdowns. And they have been touchdowns. robbed. Hawaii <laughs> should have the most Heisman... Of any college no, I mean, ever. Competition has a big thing to do with it. Yeah, and because half half of my main belief is included. It's like half stats and half how they influence their season and all that. Uh, I, I don't really understand. Peyton should have won. <laughs> you weren't even alive then. Correct. I wasn't. Okay. So, what that caller on... Mr. Feinbaum show was saying pretty much is all we've been saying. Saban has been a benefit of great coordinators. He hires the other people to make him look good. That's what a good boss does. Alrighty, so let's jump right on into our reviews. First up, we got a game we've already moved on, told you about on Monday. Eastern Michigan versus Akron. We are recording this as this game is going on. I believe it's 17 to 14 at half. Oh, 24 to 14 at halftime. Really Eastern now. Michigan just took it up to 10, so... We're looking keep, good there. Keep rocking, Eastern Michigan. Model on a Tuesday and a Wednesday and a Thursday and a Friday? Give me that. Now, for these next two games, I'm just going to tell you what the model says, because uh, we're moving on both of them. Just put them in here, because I needed three games from, from the model, and Tuesday's game, and these next two games are just straight from the model. Uh, Wednesday... Northern Illinois versus Western Michigan, 7 o'clock. And the line is Western Michigan by a point. Ooh. Okay. Oh, never mind. That's that's good. It was even yesterday. Now Western Michigan's favored by a point. It don't matter because the model likes Northern Illinois by five. 
So we're taking Northern Illinois to cover, plus one. Are they also the Wolf Pack? Uh, maybe? I think? Cool. That's a good question. I like them. Nope, but the Huskies. That's right. Damn. Um, <clears throat> next up, we've got Kent State versus Bowling Green. So what, what did the model say? What was the point spread there? The point spread is Western Michigan minus one, no, and no, the, model the model likes Northern Illinois by five. By five. Okay, so six-point play. Let's run it. And next up, we got Kent State versus Bowling Green, 7 o'clock, also on Wednesday night. And the model is, or not the model, the Vegas line is Kent minus 2.5, and, and the model likes Kent minus 7.5, so we're going to roll with Kent and the point. Hell yeah, give me that. Okay. Model on Wednesdays and Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. Oh, give me that. Next up, we've got Eastern Carolina versus Cincinnati, and this is a Friday night game at 8 o'clock. Line is Cincinnati minus five. And uh, model thinks Cincinnati only wins by two. Now, I wasn't I wasn't gonna move on this, but I think I am. I have I have faith in Eastern Carolina. Eastern Carolina has been moving up in the world. Yeah. Ever since they're lost to Tulane. We've been uh we've been rolling. Last two times we've taken East Carolina, we've cashed in. We're gonna hope the pirate Ship keeps rolling. I honestly think that East Carolina could beat Cincinnati. They can. Might be a bold claim they to won, some. They 100% can. Cincinnati's not playing very good football this East year. East Carolina has been on, on the straight uphill since Tulane. Alrighty, moving on. We've got... Oh, crap. Hang on. Oh, never mind. Yeah, moving on. Missouri versus Tennessee. Speaking of Tennessee, before we get into this. Oh, God. College football playoff rankings. Number five. Still right. very much in the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Oh, my God. Okay. Missouri versus Tennessee. Saturday, noon kickoff, and Tennessee is a 21-point favorite. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. It's not enough. Uh, the model thinks Tennessee should only be an 18.5-point favorite. I think that's a little bit to do with what just happened this past weekend. Because, uh, you know, after their wins, they've been having a change in the model of in the 20s and 30s. But after this loss, their change, they went down 77 points. So somebody tell me how Missouri isn't favored against Tennessee. Missouri played Georgia way closer. (sighs) I'm just not even going to acknowledge that as a statement. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yes, that was a joke. So even though the model likes Tennessee to not cover, I like Tennessee to cover because here's the thing. For Tennessee to get in the playoffs, they've got to beat everybody they got left. And not only do they got to beat them, they got to beat the snot out of them. I don't think 21's enough. I, I just don't. Uh, I like Eli Drinkowitz and what he's been doing down in Missouri, but good luck, buddy. There's a, there's a pretty pissed off Tennessee football team coming to town. Actually, you got to go to their town, so. Wow. Have wow, fun. does Mizzou's coach look like? The nerdiest coach I've ever seen in my life. Well, with a name like Drinkowitz, what'd you think? I mean, I expected a Jew, but I didn't expect that. All right. Before we get canceled, we we do not approve the Holocaust. Correct. My people may come from there, but I do not support that jazz. Moving on. LSU versus Arkansas. Another noon kickoff. LSU is a three-point favorite. And, uh, yeah. LSU's got to win this game. LSU got to has something to prove. They're coming for Georgia. Well, They're coming for them, boy. 
They can come for them all they want to. Creole pirates are about to seize all that booty. <laughs> Their booty is about to seize. Is what's going to happen? <laughs> they don't want what they don't want. What's coming to Atlanta? And listen to this. This is crazy. If Georgia locks up the number one spot, they could play in Atlanta three times this year. Played there against Oregon SEC championship. City is really profiting and... off of Athens football team. <laughs> God bless. So, um. What did the model say about the spread? I ain't told you yet. Oh, oh, oh. surprises! Uh, what do you what do you think the model's gonna have to say about the spread? I feel like it's gonna give Arkansas way too much credit because the line should be LSU for thirteen and a half. Arkansas has a point favorite from the model. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Fuck everything about KJ. I, I am still under the opinion. That LSU KJ. is not a great football team. They playing their hearts out right they, now. They splattered Ole Miss, and they beat Alabama. That's what everybody wants to look at for them to be a good football team. They lost to Florida State, and they got skull fucked at home by Tennessee. Granted, without their three offensive linemen, but still. LSU can't lose this game. 100% they can lose they this game. They have inconsistencies that they have to overcome, but they are good at football. Okay. And they're coming for Georgia. I don't think Alabama is Alabama. I just don't. They still have a good-as-fuck roster. They do have a good-as-fuck roster. Them boys can play football. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Most of the time. And it don't matter how good they can play football if the coaches call the wrong place ten it's, times. It's out not of 10. like they're a Coastal Carolina team that can play football, but like not against anybody in the SEC. It's well, not like not like that. Like these boys can play football. They're two plays away from being five and four. Alabama's two plays away from being five and four. That's what I said. They're two uh, plays away from being five and four. I thought you were talking about Arkansas or Louisiana, like LSU. What am no, I talking, talking about, about, Bama? Okay, well, we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, two plays away from being five and four. They're also two plays away from being not a no. So, got to look at it the same way. If you're gonna look at it the other way, don't put those thoughts in my head. Um, at the same time, I do think, I, I do think Arkansas wins this game, and I think the SEC West race is about to get crazy. Old Miss taking it. Well, Old Miss would have to beat Bama. If Ole Miss doesn't beat Bama, then LSU has two games they can lose before they're out of the SEC Championship game. But if they lose another game before they get to the SEC Championship game, they can kiss their hopes of getting into this or the, or the playoffs goodbye, even with winning the SEC Championship. They're not going to put a three-loss SEC Championship game. So, So LSU has to lose twice to not go to the SEC Correct. Championship. Has to beat Arkansas and Ole Miss. Not Ole Miss. Who are they, they going to play? Uh, they've already played Ole Miss. They've got Arkansas, Texas A&M. No, I'm sorry. Arkansas. Who am I looking at? I'm looking at Arkansas' schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no wonder every game had Arkansas. In LSU it. has to play Arkansas, A&M, and UAB. So the they have to go. SEC they have to go 0 and 2 between Arkansas and A&M. To That's tough. The SEC championship game. That's tough. Because while LSU and Ole Miss have the same record in the SEC, LSU has a tiebreaker. Alabama has two losses already in the SEC, and uh, LSU has one. So if they lose a game, then they're tied with Bama. 
but they have the tiebreaker. But if Ole Miss beats Bama, then Bama has three losses, and now LSU only has to lose one game to not go because they have the <laughs> tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, this could be a really fun year to watch football. Yeah, the SEC West is wide open for the first time in 20 Ever. years. Since Saban's uh, tenure at Alabama. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, I can... on Do coaches my, get tenure? Is that a thing? No. Word. In, in my memory, I can think of maybe five times that Alabama hasn't won the SEC West. Maybe. I know... It's uh, usually to LSU, is it not? LSU's won it. Auburn's won it. Oh, yeah, the Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl special. Uh, Ole Miss has won it one year. Before Lane got there, when Hugh Freeze was still there. Uh, Mississippi State won it one year. So, I have a question. How was Hugh Freeze about to get let back into the SEC when he got kicked out of the SEC for hookers and blow? Uh, well, I mean, I love the man with my heart and soul, but how the hell does this work? He's been out of the Power Five long enough and coaching G5 and staying out of trouble that... They're probably somebody's going to be willing to take a chance on them, especially somebody hurting for a good head coach. Until those game day signs <laughs> roll around, yeah, I don't think they're going to care too much about the game day signs if they're winning. If they're winning, and Hugh Freeze is a winner. Give him that. He's I'm a not very creative coach. We're not going to bet on this LSU game just because LSU can cover. But I do. If you ask me on the street, I will tell you that Arkansas is going to win this game. Moving on, we got Louisville versus Clemson, three thirty kickoff. Clemson's a seven and a half point favorite, and uh, are we really not going to talk about how Navy is going to upset Notre Dame this week? <laughs> Very well, could. I'm telling you all right now, we're not going to talk about it, but Navy's going to upset Notre Dame. Do not be surprised one bit if it happens. But let's move on to the next game. What'd anything, you say it was? anything involving Notre Dame no longer surprises me. Uh, Louisville versus Clemson. This has come down to a seven point favorite. Live, sorry. Nine, when I made the notes the other day, it was seven and a half. Model has Clemson by two. Uh, I think that's got a little bit to do with this Notre Dame game. I don't know that Louis, well, you know. First of all, I Clemson just proved they were fraudulent. Yeah, I give up. I'm picking ACC teams. Uh, Louisville has not been, they've been average to a little bit above average all year. And then they skull fucked Wake Forest. They've got two hot games that they're coming off. Clemson's of. been, while not dominant. Sneaky dominant all year. Never been really pushed except for Syracuse. And then they just get skull-fucked by Notre Dame. Here's the only question about this game. Can Malik Willis get around the Clemson defense? Malik Cunningham? Malik <sighs> Willis plays for the Titans. I'm sorry that I said that. I just... I watched, if, I watched the tits highlights today. If nothing else comes of this podcast, we're going to make Ryan a better football fan. Bro, I watched the tits highlights today. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Can right. Malik Cunningham, <clears throat> Cunningham get around Clemson's defense? Well, I mean, Notre Dame running back sure as shit did, so to the tune of about 300 fucking yards. Uh, so it's definitely possible for this guy. He's a freak oh, athlete. Yeah, he's he's Lamar Jr. I don't think he's got the accuracy of an arm to beat him, but then again, Drew Pond threw for fucking 80 yards. So... <laughs> Thanks, Clemson, for making any kind of analysis against you fucking impossible. That was the entire plan. Um, 
we're staying out of this game because uh, I genuinely don't know what to expect. Clemson, personally, I would take Louisville to cover seven. Now, personally, here we go. Now we got a head-to-head. Personally, I would take Clemson to cover seven because... Is that I the mean, first head-to-head of the week? Let's mark it down. I mean, I just think... Uh, I trust Dabo more. That's just all there is to it. And I mean, when there's... When, when it comes to coaching, Clemson's definitely got the edge. When, when I look at the a game like this, and I genuinely don't know what the fuck is going to happen, I look at the coaching staff, and Dabo's who I'm rolling with. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna roll with Clemson, or I'm not Clemson, Louisville. <sighs> oh God. Next up, Alabama versus Ole Miss. Three thirty kickoff on CBS, so uh, I'll be watching it on mute. And Alabama's an eleven and a half so point favorite. Which which announcer is it? Twelve point hate? favorite. Gary Danielson. Gary, Gary, Gary. CBS, if at any given time you listen to this podcast and you enjoy my soothing voice and you uh, think I might know something about football, I will gladly do Gary Danielson's job for a quarter of the money. Gladly. Hell, even a sixteenth of the money. Shit. I mean, come on. What if he gets paid 100 k a year? Then you're not even making minimum wage. It's worth it to get his ass off the TV. Fair enough. He spoke it here into existence. He would do it for free. I don't know. I wouldn't do it for he free. He would do it for one dollar. Probably. Yep. Okay, so Bama Ole Miss. Bama is a 12-point favorite now. Uh, this what is... happened the last time they were favored this big? Uh, well, I mean... Against a team that wants to beat them this bad. And on the road. And on the road. Guess what happened? The last <laughs> second field goal ended their dreams. But, big importance, that was the difference in... Tiger Stadium at 7 o'clock and the Tiger Stadium at 12 o'clock. Which is why I told all you fine listeners that it was huge that Tennessee got LSU at 12. I was talking about the Tennessee game for this one because wasn't LSU spread like 9? Tennessee was favored by like 9. Yeah. Talking about the LSU oh, no. Ten- and Tennessee no, it was 13. Uh, LSU-Bama was 13 and a half. Tennessee-Bama was 9. Tennessee was favored by three over Ole Miss, which was the biggest here take our fucking money bet of the year. But so did I have those two spreads confused? No. For LSU, Bama, and Bama, Tennessee. Oh uh, yeah, Bama was only a nine point was a nine point favorite against Tennessee, and a thirteen to thirteen and a half point favorite against LSU. So I, I def, I definitely had those mixed up. Well, then my entire thing is a uh, moot, but. Ole Miss wants to win this game really bad, and Alabama is going to lose to a last-second field goal. Well, the model almost agrees with you. The model has Ole Miss by four. They have Bama losing outright. They have them holding up Bama at the end of the game on their game-winning drive? I mean, it doesn't tell me that much. When they're not going to try to stop for a field goal? It doesn't tell me that much. Damn. It just tells me four points. Uh, Which all this does is it takes the two teams their average grade, and it simulates a football game a thousand times and takes the average score differential, and boom. That's the model spread. Next up, we got Maryland versus Penn State. 330. Oh, by the way, we are betting uh, Ole Miss plus the points, especially since we got another, another yeah, it's hook. A, it's on. a 12-point spread. Yeah. Now that we got a 16-point difference instead of 15 and a half, I mean, we were taking it anyways, but now we're really taking it. Okay, Maryland, Penn State. 330, Penn State's, whoa, 10-point favorite. It should they be were way 12. higher. It was 12. 
one I made my notes the other day. Maryland fans have way too much confidence in their team. They shit the bed whenever they get too much money put on them. Model had Penn State by ten and a half, anyways. So it's well, just damn. come down to come down to the real world. In my opinion, Maryland, I think Penn uh, State blows them out. Maryland has the second best quarterback in the Big Twelve statistically. I think Penn State's going to blow them out. <sighs> who, did Penn, who did Maryland play this last week? I got mad as fuck at I, them. I, 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 oh, Wisconsin! Wow. They lost twenty-three to ten to Wisconsin. Wisconsin's undefeated since they fired their head coach. Wisconsin's a piece of shit. Wisconsin's among one of the many teams that are on a fucking tear since firing their head coach. They <laughs> they got a positive record now. <laughs> oh god, who are they who are they playing next? Uh, Iowa. Yep, yeah, they're about to become about bowl that. eligible. Oh, uh, well, you never know. Iowa's got a good defense. They're about to become bowl eligible. So next up, the model did not have this game listed. So you're about to get head to head, one v one, sheer. Opinions from me and my co-host. <laughs> and it's our last game of the day, too, so let's jump right in. Iowa State versus Oklahoma State. Oh. 3.30 kickoff, and Iowa State is a one-point favorite. Does Iowa State still have the best defense in the uh, Big, Big 12? 12? Yeah. Nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Here's the only thing I don't like about Iowa State coming into this game. They lost to Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's not good. Oklahoma's a different team with their quarterback back. Like we said, Dylan Gabriel was a Heisman candidate before he got hurt. Oklahoma State is likely to lose the rest of their games this season. To go 6 and 6. So you're taking Okie State or you're taking I mean you're taking Iowa State with the points? Oh, it's one a point. one point spread, so it's basically just a money line win or lose. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I'm sorry. I used to love the Gundies, but holy shit! Ever since that fucking forty-eight to zero loss, everything's been downhill. I'm taking Iowa State. Well, if you uh, if you get on Twitter, get on Twitter tomorrow, roughly around this time. Well, you don't know what time it is. Roughly around nine o'clock, and you'll see a tweet of me uh, saying something about Iowa State being a favorite on the road. Against a team that should be favored against them. I wouldn't deny that if it wasn't for the Gundys shitting the bet for the past three weeks. Yeah, well, I got no faith in the Cyclones. I have no faith no in faith. the Gundys anymore. They used to be one of my favorite teams. That mullet, oh my god, it got me rock solid in the morning every time I looked at it. But no, Iowa State wins this game. Okie State. The Gundys are just pitiful now. Okie State's lost three of their last four. They don't play football anymore. They just go out there and go through the motions. But they've also lost three of their last four to TCU, Kansas State, and Kansas. So, they've lost three of their last four to teams that realistically are probably better than them. But Iowa State's not one of them that are better 48 than 48-0 from Kansas State does not say better than them. It screams, you need to get the fuck off the field and go home and well, 40, go to a therapist. 43-40 to 40 The Oklahoma State players need to go into therapy because something is going on. 43 to 40 double overtime with TCU tells me everything I need to know. Also, I think Maybe Spencer that's Sanders, what sent them on the downhill. I think Spencer Sanders has been out for the last couple weeks. Yeah, he's been out for two weeks. Fuck Oklahoma State. Is he back? Uh, that I have seen nothing on. Because if he's not back, I'm still rolling Iowa State. 
I'm still rolling with Okie State, baby. If he's back, I'm going to have to go Oklahoma. State, not Oklahoma. Um, It looks like they're playing it close to the chest. Spencer Sanders. Oh, no. Spencer Sanders is out. Not going to play? Not going to play. I'm taking Iowa State if he doesn't Garrett play. Garrett Wrangle and Gunnar Gundy are splitting first-team reps. All right, I'm taking Iowa State. Because they don't even know who's going to play quarterback. They're not prepared for this game. I'm still rolling with the Cowboys. Because you know why? What happened when the Cowboys didn't know what team was playing quarterback? They got beat 48 to nothing by West Rock, Kansas State. So, maybe uh, them hiding their quarterback leads to them winning 48 to nothing. We'll see. I mean, they can try that, but no. Iowa State has a very good defense for a quarterback that has not gotten reps before now to come in. He's played the last two weeks. Okay. You don't even know if he's going to play. You have two well, people splitting the first team reps. You don't know who's starting. They've both played. The I mean, last you two might weeks. know who's coming out first, but you I, don't know who's finishing this game. I can tell you who's starting, and it's not Mike Gundy's kid. Because when Mike Gundy's kid got put in against Kansas State, this motherfucker was shaking to death. Is that not nepotism? <laughs> no. Mike Bobo's kid at UCLA is fucking balling. Yeah, but he doesn't coach at UCLA now. That's true. No, nepotism is fucking Iowa's coaching staff. That's nepotism. And the, and the Pats. I can't lie. The Pats are my favorite NFL team for anybody that didn't know that. And, uh, yeah, Bill Belichick just hired his kid. So We don't talk about the NFL. NFL's trash and rigged. Uh, yes, but I still love the Pats. All right, that's all we got. Ron, throw the plugs at these hoes. All right, if you disagree with anything that we said on today's podcast, first of all, you're wrong. Second of all, let us know at Joe Pat on the Bets on Twitter. Go to JoePatOnTheBets.com. You can tell your friends to listen to the podcast there, or you can just buy merch and support us. Go to PetNurturePlus.com because you love your pets very much, and they love you back. Uh, your dogs and cats are your best friends. They're your family. Get them something nice for the holidays. Maybe a nice Christmas present. You can wrap it up in some... Uh, some doggy shit bags that you can buy on there. 30 rolls for $30. You'll never have to buy those shits again. Um, go to the Patreon. Get all these picks, plus more, without having to listen to our bullshit opinions every week. It'd be pretty awesome if you ask me. Um, other than that, I love you very much, and I hope you have a great day, and uh, drink Chalky Milk this week. Mwah. That's all we got for you, and we shall see you on Friday. Cue the motherfucking beat. Thank you.